Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Pump rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right, you guys, I'm back from another very fun and eventful weekend. If you can't tell from my voice, which is like still gone, I think it's been gone for a couple of weeks. We had Sundance two weekends ago. I was just at Super Bowl this past weekend, ended up on a private jet that was not chartered by Lala or her man, which was awesome. And um, yeah, we're just going to get into some fun shenanigans. We have Janet here co-hosting. Hi. She's going to talk about our Sundance festivities. We were there with the two guys sitting across from me. We have the co-founder of Cameo, which if you guys don't know what it is, I've talked about it on my show before. I have a highlight on my Instagram. It is a fantastic app that allows you, the fans, to get us the, I don't want to call myself a celeb, but there are other celebs on it, to say whatever the fuck you want for a small price. I donate a bunch of mine to charity. Just want to put that out there. I know my guest, Nina. From Shaws of Sunset, who will be here next week, donates all of his to charity. I'm like, way to just like, you know, show me up. <laughs> but, anyways, we have the co founder, Martin, sitting across. How are you? Doing great. How Good. Are you? Just scoot up Wait. to the mic. This I know. Is we're, new to me. we're popping podcast cherries in Where'd here today. Where do I put my mic? He, he is British, by the way. <laughs> yes. And, oh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we also have the person who you've maybe seen in some tabloid stories with me recently according to like in touch weekly inquisitor and radar online i have a boyfriend which i just found out about we're not dating i'm just gonna put that out there again you can be friends with good looking people and not date them he is the strategic partnership man of cameo mr raul ernesto enriquez hi, hi. hey what's up <laughs> all right and Martin Blenko. Yeah. Got it. So, okay, now it was you and Steven who... And, and Devin Townsend. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, I want to get into... Before we get into all the cameo stuff, I want to start with a fun little game. And then we're going to recap our last couple of very fun, eventful weekends. Are you guys ready? We're going to make you, like, really uncomfortable. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I was already uncomfortable before we started. <laughs> 
Why? Why are you so nervous? I don't know. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say whatever the fuck comes to mind. Yeah, you, you have an amazing accent. You can say anything. Exactly. I can speak in Spanish. Can I do that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. Give me a compliment in Spanish. <laughs> He's checking around the mic, checking like, her out first, seeing what he should compliment. <laughs> You're so squirmy, Raul. Te gusta hablar mucho. Oh. Something about talking a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's, I don't, that's not a compliment, but... It depends who you ask. Whatever. Anyway. All right, so, uh, Janet? We're going to have you guys plead the fifth. So, typically, there's three questions. <clears throat> Since both of you can answer, we're going to do five. You can plead the fifth to one of them. So, you have to answer everything except for one of the questions. <laughs> okay. First one's a little easy, and then we'll get harder. Um, okay. Who is your favorite celebrity talent on Cameo? You can only pick one. Ooh. Oh, I love C.T. Fletcher. Okay. That's so hard. You know, my answer would have been different a week ago, but we had the chance to have dinner with Brett Favre at the Super Bowl, and his honesty, his commitment to God and his religion, his story about his father, all that was just impactful. I did not realize he was on it. Oh, yeah. I don't venture on the sports pages of it very much. Janet doesn't know anything about (laughs) sports. Like, for example, a friend of mine who I've known for, like, I don't know, 12 years, Richard Jefferson, very big basketball players, played for several teams. And Janet was like, no, I was like, yeah, I was like, we ran into my friend Richard Jefferson last night. And she's like, who? And I was like, he plays basketball. She's like, oh, sports? Yeah, I don't know. I glazed over that one. I was like, yeah. I don't know who that is. Janet's also the girl who met Future at Delilah one night and goes, oh my God, Future, like the rapper? And he's like, yeah, like, that's me. And she was like, oh, I thought well, they like- just had the same name. I was like, how cute. You have your, a name like the rapper. No. He did not think it was so cute. Yeah, so sports What would your rapper Janet. name be? Ooh, my rapper Ooh. name. Um, Shoot, put me on the spot. Yeah, I, I know. I I'm know. worried about the four other questions. So I thought we could do three, five minutes and try to work that out. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to need to think about that and get back to you. I feel like just Sheena Shea. That's just like a name. <laughs> not a bad that, name. It works for it all, you know? That's why in the divorce, I kept the name. <laughs> Anyway, next question. Okay, Mm -hmm. what is the worst thing someone has requested and been denied for on Cameo? Hmm. Do you guys get a lot of people who try to troll celebrities or get them to say, you know, inappropriate things or something? Absolutely. I mean, so we we have a very strong uh, adult entertainment (laughs) segment of Cameo. So obviously (laughs) there are people that are trying to... You know, get them to do stuff. I saw Stormy, Stormy Daniels is we have on Stormy it. Stormy Daniels on there, yeah. Who charges six hundred and sixty-six dollars? Right, I love that. That's nice. correct. She does wow, well. and people well, pay that. Yeah. Again, you get to choose your own price on Cameo, so she found that that would be a good marketing tool. And I guess it works. <laughs> huh. All right. So the worst thing is inappropriate things by your adult stars. I mean, naturally. Okay. All okay. Right. All right. I'll take that. All right. Um, what's okay? This next question. What's the weirdest thing a talent celebrity has completed in a cameo that they've gone through with? Hmm. That one's on you. I don't know. We, we could book one now. We have the, <laughs> the boyfriend and girlfriend doing a cameo. I think that might be fun. I am, uh, I am only five dollars on the platform, so. You know what? No, I don't know. I think a lot of the talent get sincere requests, and they like to do something nice. You know, like I see Tom Felton, who was the blonde kid in Harry Potter, and he's like, oh, it's going to be cheesy. You know, like, I'm going to have a lot of these requests for Draco Malfoy. And I said, 
embrace it and have fun with it. Yeah. And it's been fun and guys love it. He did this great one for my kids. Like in six years time, you'll get a letter from Hogwarts. And when you do, Aww. you'll get two places in Slytherin. I thought it was the coolest thing I ever got. That's awesome. I thought that was the coolest thing. So like, no, I, there's not really anything weird like that. I mean, okay. what do you got weird? Mine, it's What's not the weirdest thing you've done? It's not yeah. that weird. It's oh, just, you asked to twerk, weren't you? Oh, I was. I was asked to twerk recently. Did you do a it? Cameo. No, I was driving with one of my friends. And so I was in the car and it was about to expire. And I was like, shit, I cannot let this expire. <laughs> so I was like, well, they're requesting me to twerk. And I can't do that because I'm in a car. So I just made a joke about that. But also, I'm like... I, I'm not going to twerk in a video. Did like, you get five stars for that one or not? Um, I don't know. I, I have a pretty high rating, I think. You could have shimmied or something. No, I get a lot of people requesting me to sing, like, Good as Gold. Oh, yeah. Say something about my It's All Happening tattoo or something about a goddamn TV in under seven minutes. <laughs> I'm so over those requests. I still do them. It's still money. And like I said, part of it goes to charity. However, <laughs> like be a little more creative. All of the ex boyfriend you know? requests go to charity. Those just songs yeah, get all slid those... straight to charity. Do I, oh my do God. I count in that uh, bucket? Yes. Did we break Soon. up already, Rob? You think we might have. It was Jesus. a short lived. When this airs next week, you should like the couple together doing cameos. It'd be great. <laughs> Make so much money, Rob. A couple who cameos together. Stay together, yeah. <laughs> okay, what about this? <sighs> Would you guys. Okay, so. For people that don't know what furries are, there's a whole section of them on Cameo. You guys, you guys don't know what a furry like... is? What is a furry? They're like people who dress up like animals. Like they'll wear like a foxtail oh, okay. and like the animal mask. And a lot of their videos are them like barking or making animal noises. You, is, I can't believe you guys don't know about this. Kara and I talked about this for a long time. We were, I asked her what the weirdest category of cameo is, and she's like, I, probably the furries. I was like, See, okay. Martin and I tend to be one-dimensional. We just try to approach every famous person on the street and say, are you on cameo? Are or you I, not? Or yeah. I DM Sheena every day. I'm like, she should be on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my question is, would you rather be stuck in a room with all of the real housewives that are on cameo talking all at once or stuck in a room with all of the furries from cameo in a silent room. Ooh. Hey, the, I think the housewives get a bad rep. We had a blast with Teddy. Yeah. She is so sweet. Oh, yeah. Te we're going to get into that. Oh, Definitely. But no. all of them talking at once is a lot. I think it's kind of cool because we have a TV show without the adverts, without the commercials. So that way, I might take that one up. Okay. Yeah, we ended up um, at the Rolling Stone party with Luann. Yeah. She was at the Ludacris event with us oh. as well. And then I think Steven ended up going to the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, she he did. took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I should have spoken to her first. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I know. You messed yeah. up. <laughs> the Countess. Okay, last the question. <laughs> um, who would you, which talent would you like to get rid of and fire from Cameo? Oh, boy. Wait, can you get fired from Cameo? You can get taken off the platform, yeah. I guess, yeah, if you're, like, not answering them and they're all expiring and people are, like, complaining. That's one. Or if there's, you know, the nudity piece that we talked about <laughs> previous, that's, that's yeah. another one. But, yeah, I mean, look, we're trying to incentivize. We don't want to let fans down at the end of the day. Yeah. Neither do you. So why have someone on the platform that's not responding and that's not um, – just right. fulfilling the commitment huh, that they made. Well, that's uh, interesting because <laughs> I believe I requested a cameo from you, oh, Raul. You and it expired. Oh, Look, you're going to get situations when people fish for, for information <laughs> that they can sell to the tabloids. And I just was not. Oh, okay. that was the request. Let's, not that cheap. Let's I had to get just... some more info. I wasn't at the Super Bowl with them. So I had to, you know, right. get my page six scoop. <laughs> Let's just address this. So. All four of us were in Park City about a week and a half ago. We were all at Sundance, 
And Janet and I just had literally nothing going on over the weekend. And Raul was like, oh, we're all going to be at Sundance in Park City. Like, you guys should come. There's a bunch of events, this and that. And we're like, well, that sounds fun. We don't have anything going on in L.A., so why not? So we go out to Park City. Her and I get our own hotel room, stayed together each night, like literally just the <laughs> two of us. I'm just Girls putting trip. that out there. And we ended up, you know, meeting up with all the cameo guys and like a bunch of people the entire weekend. So the first night we're all at Tao. And I mean, like Lala was there, my friend Jenna, like there's like a ton of mutual friends there. And not thinking anything of it, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm also not in a relationship, just putting that out there. But the next day we wake up and there's like this like radar online article with a video of Raul and I. It it almost could look as if we were like yelling at each other because we're talking so loud in a club. But it's like we're literally having a conversation. Granted, we were standing on like a 10 foot platform for the whole club to see. However, we weren't dancing. We weren't making out. I was we dancing. <laughs> not in the video. I like to dance. No, I know. Sure. We were dancing, but not in the video is the point I'm making. <laughs> you're you're not helping the story. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So, him and I were dancing. We were all over each other. <laughs> However, that didn't make it to Radar Online. The only thing that did was a video of us, like, having a conversation. It was, like, Sheena Marie's new boyfriend. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Now I'm in a relationship because there's a video of me talking to a dude in a club. So, the joke all weekend was that Janet was the one selling these stories. <laughs> Because then from Radar Online came Inquisitor and In Touch and like story after story. And what I find is funny, I just want to point out, is after spending all weekend with you this past weekend, Super Bowl, no stories came out. And guess who wasn't with us at Super Bowl? Oh, wow. <laughs> wait, what was the quote? It's new and they're excited about it? it was... Oh, yeah. Wait, I think It Janet was very flattering it. about you. Um, <laughs> Sheena Marie in a new red hot romance with businessman Raul Ernesto. Ooh, and man. I think wow. another one called you Hunky, hunky Businessman. Hunky business it was man. Hunky Entrepreneur, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey, at least it's flattering. Super right? Flattering. At least you're not a TomTom employee. Yeah, what was the quote? Oh, they've, they've just started dating. It's super new relationship and they really like each other which was quoted so i don't know who wrote that quote <laughs> shocker to me I, I love how they thought your dancing was fake but your relationship was real <laughs> but seriously it's like i mean any guy i've been seen in public with i mean look it's it's la i have a lot of good looking friends but it's like anyone i'm seen with i'm automatically dating we can't be friends with we're just like dating but i'm like this wasn't even like a oh like a new fling or anything it was full-on like Boyfriend, new relationship. Apparently, I turned down season seven. Oh yeah, and then oh, there's like eight months before film, we met, <laughs> right? I know. I did an interview um, a few weeks ago here for Entertainment Tonight. It was like for online, and at the time, I know you guys don't watch Vanderpump Rules. Thank God. Not yet. But no, you're not. I told you, you're not allowed to watch it unless you're watching it with me. We have an agreement. Pinky so promise, man. I've, I've, or Pinky Jan, promise. I've never watched, I've never, are you a man eater in the show? Is that why every guy you're seeing, you're dating? No. Is that what it's about? Like, no. I don't, I've never seen it. No, so I've... The first five seasons... Do you know what it's about? No idea. Whatever. We can, it's a story for another day. So the first five seasons, I was with who was my ex-husband. Then season six, I was with... Um, 
my ex-boyfriend, this past season, season seven, I've been single. So yep. you see me uh, dating a few different people. Yeah. This is the first time in her life she's been single. So anybody she's spotted with, that's the new boyfriend. So you're the future ex-husband. Yes. Although I do know what happened, Janet. The next day you were like, I've been out with Sheena millions of times <laughs> and never have I come up in a tabloid. I'm like, where are the lesbian r- romance rumors? <laughs> I want dance. We're going to start the lesbian romance rumors tonight and then let it, let it blossom. But yeah, I, I've danced next to her in a club a million times, and I've never been in radar line as you know, new businesswoman who's like gorgeous, Janet Elizabeth. You no, know? there, there was gorgeous been those... in there. Hold on, let me. No, see but I can't be hunky. <laughs> you get hunky, I get gorgeous. Whatever, you know, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I'm done complimenting you. <laughs> Anyways, so we're... don't be afraid of those mics, you guys. <laughs> yeah, are we far? Those right up to your mouth. Okay, boom. I will do say, what the girls are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one um, tabloid uh, headline that I loved from Park City that weekend. Oh boy. Vanderpump Rules star Sheena Marie parties after freezing her eggs. <laughs> to which I replied, eggs on ice, bottles on ice. Yes. It was also over a week after I had the procedure. Like, it wasn't like I had the retrieval and then immediately, like, went to the club and was, like, you know, like, popping bottles. <laughs> I, but you hadn't drank in a while. No, right? I hadn't drank in almost, like, two months. It had been a while. Yeah, I think it was, like, close to, like, 50 days that I hadn't drank until that weekend, I end up, you know, hanging out with my new boyfriend. I'm saying that in air quotes. And I had, you know, we had a really fun time. Like, let's just that was a great week. talk about how crazy that weekend ended up being. We literally, so the first night, Janet and I had an event. What was it for? Um, Vulture. So oh, we yes. go to this event where there's like literally like A-list celebrities there. I am by far the least coolest person at this party, yet Page Six seemed to think I was the coolest person the next day, which made me feel really fucking cool. <laughs> we have like Shanola Hampton from Shameless. I mean, so nice. So nice. So She's fun. a fan of Vanderpump Rules. Like Haley Joel Osment's there. Paris Hilton's there. Then all of a sudden, David Arquette and his wife are there. And David and I make eye contact. And we follow each other on Twitter, but we've never met in person until this moment. And so he's like, oh my God. Like literally starts having like a fanboy moment over me and we're like what is going on we're like looking behind us like is, is it me or is it Shinola? like I wait what he's like Sheena stay right here I have to go get my wife like oh my god like she's gonna die we end up becoming like besties in like five seconds we're all taking photos together we're having drinks so much fun later that night we end up at an after party with David it was like so much random, unexpected fun that weekend. Playing charades, so right? Was, yes. By the way, my new favorite person, David Arquette. Yes. Right? He's just... He's I, so funny. I cannot wait to get him here and do some shenanigans with him. Because, okay, you guys, why didn't we think of this? So, wait, Martin, you weren't there. You missed the after party. Because huh? he is a married man that had to be home. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were being responsible. <laughs> we were out, you know, messing around. <laughs> You know, having tabloid stories written about our new romance and whatnot. I was out so, snapping some videos, getting ready to send them to page six. <laughs> so we somehow... Janet's I, making that money. No, <laughs> smart. I don't know whose idea it was, but we decided to play like old school heads up where we have post-it notes. We're writing people on it, sticking them on people's heads, and you have to like ask questions to guess who you are. Why did none of us think to write David Arquette and stick it on David Arquette's head? It would have been so <laughs> good. Start, it did start as name tags, right? So it was yes. like, hey, nobody right. here knows each other. Let's all start with name tags. Yeah. And then it did evolve into... And then I think we got a little rowdy with the heads-up game because someone came, some 
a nice lady who was not happy with us came down and goes, no. all right, everybody, this is your 10-minute warning. And we were like, I feel like we're maybe getting kicked out of a sleepover right, right now. <laughs> I felt like it, like ch- like we were children being scolded. Yes, it was. Yeah. So we ended up at an after party with Marshmallow. And still, to this day, I don't think we completely knew which one Marshmallow was. I don't know who the Marshmallow <laughs> is. There were like six nerdy white guys there, which I have a new, th- new exciting idea for any like nerdy white guys who cannot pick up girls. This is what you do. You hire a bodyguard for a night and you go have him tell a bunch of really pretty girls, hey, Marshmallow or like Daft Punk or Banksy or some artist (laughs) that nobody knows what they look like. He's at this party. Come back with us. You get all these girls to come up. Sheena and I were there and we're looking around and we're like, which one is Marshmallow? These all these guys are just these nerdy white guys standing around. I'm like, okay, it's probably not the two guys wiping down the counter and cleaning up after everything. I'm like, can't be those two. But still, we're like, I'm like, I still have no idea who Marshmallow is. But it ended up being such an epic weekend and night. Like, it was also, like, I mean, it was Mm work-related. I think Janet now has a job (laughs) with Cameo. I hope so. Thanks to that weekend. Trying to join the Cameo Famio. (laughs) I have some some awesome podcast guests lined up thanks to that weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, we met this one guy who... Is like now a New York Times bestselling author, but like starts telling us this story about how he kidnapped Joe Francis and like went to prison for like 10 years. The guy who started um, Girls Gone Wild. Joe yeah. Francis, oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's told us this whole story, and yeah, he has a book. I actually really want to read his book. He said he's going to send it yeah, to us. Yeah, but it was just like, it was so good for like networking. Like, yeah, it was fun, and like we partied, and like we met kidnappers. It was great. <laughs> yeah. so we, we did, uh, what was, the, we were playing a game that was someone, you know, give a fun fact about yourself, and David Arquette's was. <laughs> oh my God. Ben yes. Affleck was a was an an extra, extra in on Buffy, Buffy the Vampire, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Yes. <laughs> Which, <laughs> That's so hilarious. I love that fun fact. He was spitting out some really funny things he was in the trunk of our suv of our uber going to town in like the backpack not the trunk but yes in like the in like the, the trunk backpack. of an escalade like whatever <laughs> you have to be let out of wherever he was sitting yes and he just was sitting back there we kept joking that he needs a podcast he, called in the trunk with david yeah david he in the put trunk himself in there he was the first person yes. by the car and he voluntarily jumps in the trunk of this car yeah and the front seat mind you was open the entire drive <laughs> as, far as, as far as fame goes david like you kind of you know you're pretty far the up most here. humble guy ever apparently seriously but he's like no no you guys like you get in the front and i think he was the one who even ordered the uber but just spit firing all these like a random fun facts it just ended up being such a fun weekend like i was so glad that we were hanging out at sir one night me jana and raul and i was just glad that you like mentioned sundance because i was like i don't have shit going on i thought my retrieval was gonna be the following weekend so i had my whole week clear and i'm like that sounds like fun yeah we gotta go back every year now park city is such a beautiful town and just everything at sundance was so much fun yeah Did you guys we actually? Didn't see any movies. That's what I was gonna say. Did you guys see any movies? <clears throat> we because we were sponsoring a lounge, right? Um, where we had a lot of folks that were premiering their movies. So that was kind of our angle. Being there was to meet as much talent as possible and talk to them about Cameo. And what was amazing is like how many true A listers had heard of Cameo. Had honestly some of which had booked cameos from Housewives or mm-hmm. Sheena Shea <laughs> or even Janet for that matter. Who were your favorite uh, celebs that you met um, in at Sundance? So. Because you guys had a cool spot. I'm, I'm going to geek out AP a little bit tent. here. So my my history is in politics. So all the Veep guys, um, I got to meet Gary from Veep. And that's a role that I had previously lived out in my own life. And I kind of went up and told him that. And he thought it was cool that I had done that. I thought it was cool that he was, you know, my old boss used to call me Gary just because it was, that's his role. Amazing. So I geeked out of the Veep. The Veep okay. How do you think lot. Gary suits him? 
He's a Gary looking type <laughs> of guy. Not a Gary. Oh, nah, so you nice. can't get away with Gary. I mean, I feel like you've been thinking. I think, I tell you who my favorite was. I'm a big 80s guy. I love my 80s. Yes. And uh, uh, Corey Feldman came through wearing oh, a gold nice. jacket. You know, still, you know, it, it was cool to oh, see him. I, I mean, I love all those movies like License to Drive, Goonies, and uh, what was the other oh, one? Yeah, and Lost Boys. Iconic. I even did a road trip up to thing up to Santa Cruz to see the pier where they did it at. Aww. Yeah. I love all that. I mean, I grew up in England, so like anything to do with the 80s and like high school in America, I just loved. Fun. Totally. Love that. Yeah, but overall, Sundance, I think, was a successful weekend Epic. for all of us. Janet came up on some money selling stories. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. I just skipped the Super Bowl because I was on vacation. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was Turks and Caicos. But okay, but, but okay, now let's get into Super Bowl. How did not one article come out? Like, are, do we, are we thinking it was Janet? Your mole wasn't there, guys. I mean, because Johnny was with us both weekends. Not the whole and... time, though. I think Johnny, uh, you know, Johnny may have used that money to then leverage it for other things. Right. Johnny's my roommate for, for you listeners. Yes. But, um, yeah, nothing nothing came out last weekend. I was like, hmm, all right, guess guess we broke up. <laughs> short, short, short lived. lived. I'm, st- I'm still getting over it. What, what, what would the quote be? Still, oh. still getting over breakup. Yeah, still getting over it. Even though it was short and fresh, it, it, it still stung. That's yeah. What, that's what my quote's going to be for the next tabloid. Wait, we missed out on two stories from Sundance. Okay. One was the the hot pop skull that. Or, oh, oh my god! And then secondly, Wait. you know that certainly led into Martin telling us about his you know backstory and his wife and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, so no, we, we're, we we're really going to get into that. Don't you no, worry. No, but I think well, let's start with we, the, uh, those let's, suckers. Okay. That the was suckers. the funniest thing I've ever seen. I have a two minute video of you guys that I, I haven't sold yet. Maybe I'll save it. <laughs> okay, backstory. So where the cameo lounge was, there was this like hot sauce store just right across the way, and the guys thought it would be funny to buy these suckers and like challenge each other to like a five minute sucking session. And it's supposed to be like the hottest no, pepper ever. Yeah, let's. It's like, yeah, like five times hotter than, it's a than pepper spray. Yeah. Anywho, so uh, I don't the, know. The devil's toe or something. Yeah, yeah. the devil's toe. On the package of the suckering, it said it had like a time thing. If you could hold the sucker in your mouth for seven minutes, it was supposed to I don't know make you die or seven something. Minutes in but hell, oh my it was God. like it had a breakdown for the time, and you guys just tried for one minute, right? But uh, how did we even get roped into being the two guinea pigs who did this? I feel like you guys hopped on really quickly. We just, okay, I don't say no to dares. Fun fact, terrible habit of mine, I don't say no to dares. So if someone dares me to do something, I mean, unless it requires me getting naked, I'm probably gonna do it. So cameo.com, you could dare her. <laughs> just about anything. Pretty much. So, they dare us and I'm like, I'm not gonna back down. Like, I'm, you know, trying to look cool for my new boyfriend over here. So. Gotta do it. I think you beat him as well, didn't you? No, 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 no. I did win. We you were crying though, we so I'm not said, sure about that. <laughs> we said we would go up until a minute, and once the clock hit a minute, I was like, "And I'm out." And then he was out point zero zero one seconds after me, which is where the real pain started coming. This is in. where it begins. Literally, like we need to post this video. I, have I it. mean, I was crying. I'm sweating. I'm like derobing. I'm like, oh my god, how many more layers can I take off? It's mind you, thirty. Or not even 30 degrees. It's like 20-something degrees there. So we're all layered up. I'm sweating. I'm crying. He's crying. It was so much worse after. <laughs> Someone was, like, like, running to get you guys cheese. because there was, was Martin. Milk, yeah, Martin, because he felt bad that he bought them. So he was like, I need to get him. And there was, products, uh, no, it. they said sugar. You need sugar. I never oh, knew yeah. that. Like, yeah, we found sugar. that out the second yeah, round the when second round, we dared yeah. Bobby to do it. Did you have to sign a waiver? I can't remember. There was something you had to sign in there. Was nope. that it? The uh, no, we didn't, no, there was we another didn't sign one anything. There was another one. Oh, okay. We have to go back. We have to go back. There's now no. 
But we definitely need to post at least a portion of that video because that was epic. How could I have forgotten about that? You yeah. guys moved so quickly. As soon as the pain started oh kicking my God. in, you guys both just like jumped up looking for water. And I didn't the know what to do. The panic was great. It was really great. Like pounding a God vodka awful. soda. That's not helping. I'm like eating uh -huh. cheese and crackers. That's not helping. Water. Nothing was helping. I feel like you guys were in pain for like an hour afterwards. So the, yeah. the, the food at the time was just what? Caviar and uh, oysters. Yes. And then the little stuff. What oh, you, the, I just got you. The cream that you put on the caviar. Yeah. So we're, we're just licking cream <laughs> off of it. <laughs> because all the food was at New Orleans food. It was all spicy that's, food. That's right. <laughs> so no, nothing was helping. It took at least what? A solid 10 to 15 minutes to feel normal again. And then after that, we're like, okay, fuck this. Like, we're going to get drinks. So we went and had, I don't know, three rounds of espresso martinis and heard this amazing love story from Martin, yes. which I have a little section. So a lot of questions came in on Instagram that I want to get into, but I did want to talk relationships and stuff because just for my listeners, I know we all know this adorable love story, but just give us some background on you and your wife. Oh, so I am my wife's first crush. She Aww. met me when I was 13 years old. Uh, and we've been together 17 years in September. And I don't say how long we've been married. We've been married 10, but like, that's not really Still. a big deal to me because yeah. we've been together 17 years. Like, we've been married pretty much 17 years. Like, they've always been together. So I, Lucinda met me at a fashion show. She went to an all-girls school. And I went to an all-boys school in England, in England. This is Brighton in England. And uh, they asked some guys to be a model in the show. She saw me, said, that's Martin. She knew my name straight away. And she's like, just knew she was going to marry me, which I didn't know at the time that she thought that way. Oh. I saw her. I thought, damn, she's hot. <laughs> and I thought of like, a, as a boy, what I would like to have done to her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't think about like, I want to get married to her. Um, anyway, I got kicked out for being naughty. I know you can like that word, <laughs> naughty. Um, uh, and then... Uh, I was 16 years old. I was offered this, offered this big scholarship to go to Harrow. And last minute, I turned it down. And my dad was furious with me. He's like, how, how can you turn this down? They put it in the, the newspaper. It was a really big deal. It was the first in the school's history. Anyway, uh, two weeks later, I met my wife. Aww. And that's been it. So she's been with me for everything. We've got twin girls, which are a complete blessing. And I told you that story about the uh, what the spiritualist said. Yeah. I? So I tell this story to people because I never know what people are going through their life if they need faith. And um, unfortunately, my dad died January 11, 2011 of cancer. And I, I gave up everything to help my dad uh, beat it. Unfortunately, we weren't successful. So a lot of what I do is for my old man. So I'm very grateful that my wife has known my dad since we were teenagers because she can tell our kids about uh, my dad. Um, but the story was my mom went and saw a spiritualist uh, probably about six weeks later. And in that, she said, Martin will have twin girls. Wow. Two years later, my wife's pregnant with twins. And I called my mom up at 2 a.m. in England's time, UK time. I said, Mom, twin girls. She was so happy to hear it, you know. And then uh, they also said that my kids would come out early. But to be fair, when you have twins, it's not uncommon for them to be right. premature. So that wasn't too much of a shock. But my kids were born to a song by Christina Perry, For a Thousand Years I've Always Loved You. Mm -hmm. And it's the greatest presence I've ever had of my dad. Uh, people say, "How was it like being a dad?" It's like that. I met, I, I met my dad again. I got my phone call. Aww. I got my phone call. My dad was okay because when he passed away, all ever I wanted was a phone call. Like I've landed, son. I could handle that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't see you every day. I can't talk to you every day. I can't hear how proud you are. I can't. But that was my phone call, and I tell people that story because I never know what someone's going on, and I really hope that that gives people faith that there is somewhere else. 
and just kind of whatever hard time you're going through, just have that faith. I love that. I know. You're so here almost, we are. Like, almost crying. Getting, oh my God, seriously. <laughs> after our mouths are on fire, we're just like getting drunk, having espresso <laughs> martinis, listening to the cutest story yes. ever. <laughs> and I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> so just to give people uh, an idea, when I was, so I knew, I knew Stephen um, and Arthur, our COO, and Devin from Duke because my brother had gone to Duke. But they said, you just need to meet Martin before you join the cameo team. So I was like, great. So I text Martin. He's like, look. Tonight's date night, but I want you to come and have a drink with me and my wife. Little did I know that I was meeting the real decision maker, Lucinda. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I got there, she's the one asking all the questions. She sends, I mean, she she works harder for the company than I think both of us do combined. You know, she <laughs> she absolutely loves it. So I think she signed off on me. I hope. <laughs> nah. You still have a job. I think you made it. <laughs> yeah. You're... I do. I just got to stop taking Martin away from home. You know? I just want you to like embrace this relationship so we can start making money on Cameo. I would be everywhere. I would be on my knee at certain points. Oh, he's doing it now. I'd go to a basketball game. What's on the Jumbotron? I would be, I would be doing it everywhere. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk relationships a little. So you clearly have... We're both, Janet and I, both divorced. He's still hung up on his ex. So <laughs> let's talk about keys to a successful relationship because you're the only one who can give any insight in this. To me, the most important thing is communication. Like, I, I, it sounds silly, but that's the most important thing. And also, another thing, good sex. I, I mean that. Like, mm. I, I, I really think physical attraction is very important. Now, people say it's not, but yeah, it, it is. Totally. Agreed. And I really think that you both have to make an effort saying, hey, you look great. You look sexy. Sure. And make that effort to keep the relationship spicy. Yes. <laughs> Things my ex didn't do. <laughs> but it's easy to get lazy. Yeah. And that's what I think most people do. That You know, you get comfortable. Yeah. You do kind of, hey, I don't always appreciate my wife and go, I love you. Thanks for helping out. We don't. Mm -hmm. So I think you've got to make more of an effort on that So stuff. how do you keep it exciting? How do you stay? Ugh. <laughs> my wife, I'm not, I, if, my wife was, if my wife was I'm getting kicked on the leg don't say this don't say that don't say that give us one tip to keeping things exciting oh, can I not plead the fifth on this one <laughs> no no that game's he, done he never used it what no. about the last gesture of romance or like cute thing that you've done for your wife that's nice no I'm terrible by the way really? that. oh I'm, I'm no I'm pretty cute what was the last nice thing I did I she probably told me if I, you know, made her a cup of tea in bed, and she's like, "I've only had one cup of tea." <laughs> um, I, I, I can't actually think. That's bad. <laughs> or I will be so joining many. the voice. I will be. I will be joining the divorce group soon. <laughs> there's probably so many you honestly don't even think about no. it because you're a generous man. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? Because now I'm, I'm just naming, dubbing you the relationship expert of the room. Okay. What do you think <laughs> are some keys to getting over an ex? Oh, oh, for Raul. Okay. <laughs> Don't live in the past, Beefy. <laughs> what do you think about? Okay, on social media, mm. when you break up. It, it can seem petty to delete photos, but what do you think about maybe archiving them so you're not constantly reminded of a relationship you're no longer in? I don't know. I'd rather delete it personally. If I'm no longer in that Thank relationship, you. I'd rather be done with it. Okay. Like, all right. I need to step in here. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not trying to, and you know, it's it, things that happened that made me the person that I am. I mean, that's, I got to be proud of that. And granted, you know, the last time I had posted was like six months ago, so they were fairly recent in my feed, but... No one was directing this at you. It was just in general. Oh, is that not so? Uh -huh. Just in Wait, what general. Did you, what did you do with your ex? Uh, 
Um, my ex-husband, I deleted all of them because I was in a new relationship and out of respect for him, I didn't want my past relationship on. With my ex-boyfriend, the show was airing. There were so many photos that were posted that were storyline and it wasn't totally made public yet. For me, it was easier to just leave them up. I now would like to go back and delete them, but they're so far down in my mm-hmm. feed that I post a lot more than you so do, that, too. Okay, fair. So that's uh-huh. interesting. You have like a... Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No, a lag in, in the sense of what people think is going on in your life. And then... Six months. And then your photos, right? So yeah. that's kind of tough. It is. And it's like, for me, I mean, even the where I'm... Uh, never mind. That's the spoiler <laughs> alerts of season seven. But it, it's <laughs> Which tough. I'm not on. No, you are not season on. Eight. Season not eight. because you refused to film like some of the tabloids said. I think it because you were didn't know Sheena when yeah, you were filming yeah, we at all. Didn't know each other. I was talking about someone else because they're like, "Oh, Sheena wasn't getting laid last summer," and I'm like, "Actually, I was. It was just by someone who didn't want to film." But whatever. <laughs> Besides the point. But I mean, it is tough because in my life we film in the summer and then it airs in the winter. So I. My boyfriend and I broke up in August, but then the show starts airing in December, and it's on until May. So it's like almost a year later, I'm still having to relive this relationship I'm not in. We weren't even speaking anymore. And it's like, now you see me on the show with Adam, and it's known that like we started hooking up, but this was back in July. So it's like, it's such a delay of where my life is now. I mean, clearly, I'm in a new relationship. So, <laughs> so I've got a question for you, because I've never yeah. broken up. I've never been in that situation. Oh, my God. What is, so it, cool. what God, is it like? Amazing. to? How do you look at your ex-boyfriend <laughs> or your ex-husband? Do you just hate them and go, I never, like, or do you go, you know what, there were some nice times and remember the good and be like, it just didn't work out. I don't hate anybody and I don't like to live with regrets. I think, you know, live and learn. There's a bunch of lessons that I learned from both relationships. My ex-husband had a lot of personal things that he was struggling with and we actually are still friends. I mean, we don't talk often, but we had a good closure talk last summer and it was like, it put us back in a good place to where we, you know, can reach out to each other and it not be weird. My ex-boyfriend, that was different because things didn't really end on the best terms and then we tried to stay friends and then he just hurt me again and then we tried, it was just like very much so back and forth that I was like look I know what's healthy and what's unhealthy and I just need to cut this shit off no more communication and that was the best thing for me was just you know not following each other on social media not going to the same places I knew he might be like I honestly stopped watching the show because I didn't want to relive a relationship I wasn't in and it helped me move on rather quickly whereas the six months before when it was like I was still in touch with him and it it didn't help so for me I don't I don't hate either of them um I don't speak to my ex-boyfriend anymore but my ex-husband I mean we also went to high school together so there's a long history there and he's someone I'll always care for it just we weren't compatible for a relationship so and you two are (laughs) Janet (laughs) <laughs> um, the friends with the ex question. I'm friends with my ex husband. I just um, met him actually. He was just yeah, out here. Yeah, he just came to visit and he met my boyfriend. We all went to dinner actually, which a lot of people might find very weird. But, um, you know, we were together for seven years and had a lot of great time together. And while I do hate him sometimes with some stuff, you know, there's always <laughs> that, like, we would still be together if I didn't hate him a little bit. But for the most part, I can, like, get over that stuff because the stuff that I didn't like about him, I didn't like. Um, how he was as a husband so now being friends I think it's a lot easier and you know we don't talk very often um, or you know 
all the time but when we do it's friendly and we try to have enough respect for each other to be like you know we're not together anymore but let's still be friends and you know when he comes to LA I'm happy to go out and have a beer with him which is nice mm-hmm. and my boyfriend at the same time which was that so great that is crazy great. though yeah, to me like your, your husband your ex-husband and boyfriend can sit with each other I don't know uh-huh. I wouldn't be good at that I don't know why that... it definitely took you a roll? lot of like I'm, I'm Latin so yeah there's no way there's <laughs> <laughs> a lollipop or, or a sucker sorry but I mean I feel like when enough time has passed like I could have seen Shay Rob and I mm-hmm. all doing that I mean they had met before so I think it just depends on the dynamic but there's some exes that I think you just need to cut out forever totally and not look back because even a few a couple months ago like tried to like be friendly with my ex-boyfriend again and then he hears a rumor about me that was completely untrue and is like a different rumor a different rumor a different rumor and just believes it doesn't even give me the benefit of the doubt sends me this long like fuck you like goodbye message and I'm like "I'm, I'm sorry what like I was done with you you're the one who wants back in my life I give you a chance and now it's like you're not even gonna hear me out you're just gonna believe what someone who you've known a quarter of the time said so I'm just like you know what thank you next <laughs> so anyway that's um that's the relationship section <laughs> moving on to cameo and cool. then we're gonna get into Super Bowl <laughs> all right so tell us how it started who are the highest paid celebs who gets the most requests yes like are these the questions you got in your Q&A on Instagram um, no, no, no. I have those. That's that's last. Oh, we're that's doing last. Okay. Cameo. I don't know how these things work. Then we're going to do Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I want to I hear the inception story of Cameo. Yeah. How did it start? Because I think this is a fantastic app. It was something that I passed on so many times, and I wish I didn't. But I didn't know what it was, I think. And that's what I want the listeners and you know anyone who is a public figure, TV personality, to know that it's not some, like, pyramid scheme. And that's what I thought it was. When I kept, it was, like, join Cameo. And I'm like, oh, and then what? Then I have to get 10 people to join, and they have to to make money. And it just, it came off very pyramid schemey to me. And then once I had the right person, Brandy Glanville, tell me to join. I was like, yes, ma'am. Whatever you want, I will do. I owe you a lot. So... She was telling me about it, and I was like, all right, if if you're doing it, then I'm down. And then it's like, I still am like, okay, who else could I get on? And I think it's just such a fantastic outlet for fans to be able to have that personal touch with someone they look up to. Well, because so, how many DMs do you have right now? Currently? 99 plus for the last eight years. Forever. Yeah, I don't – I can't answer so that. This streamlines the streamlines you know, the requests that are coming in that people are willing to put a value to and saying, hey, I really want this to happen – you know, that's all the price does. It, it Nothing more than um, making sure that the talent is valuing their time at the same time because they had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So how it all started, well, it started, I want to say, was it 2016? April 7th, uh, a buddy of mine, Brandon, who you actually met at the Rolling Stones party, he's mm-hmm. now like one of the top guys at the Eagles. He had a son and he really struggled to have kids. So it was his second one. It was a boy. It was a big deal. His name is Maverick. And I forgot to congratulate him. Like every time I was going to call him, hey, dude, congratulations. Maverick, I just forgot to do it. But he's a so two days went by. He's a diehard Sea Seahawks fan. So uh, I have a friend, Cassius Marsh. She played for the Seahawks at the time, and I thought, oh, I got an idea. I'll get him to do a congratulation message, mm-hmm. and he'll love it. And I can be, oh, that's the reason why it was late. Not knowing, you know, what right. I mean? one of those things. <laughs> so then Cassius <laughs> is driving. He's got his top off. He's driving his G wagon. He's got all these tattoos and gold chains. He look great. He's like. <laughs> Hey, Brandon, congratulations on Maverick. I know if he gets your athletic ability, he'll play for the Hawks one day. Go Hawks. My buddy thought it was amazing. (laughs) It was the best thing ever. Best gift. You know, post on social media. 
that was it. Didn't think anything of it. Six months later, Stephen, uh, who's the CEO of Cameo and, and one of the uh, other co-founders, uh, his grandmother had died. And his uh, Stephen's uncle, George Furler, is the godfather of my kids. George Furla? Yeah, like Emmett Furla. Fur- oh, yeah, so I owe, okay. I owe a lot to Emmett Furla Films. So Randy yeah. and George, I owe a lot to them. Like basically everything that I've done in my life is because of Emmett Furla Films. Yeah, so I'm very great I'm very grateful to those guys, Randy and George. Uh, you know, obviously I was his George's mother had died and Stevens and I want to pay my respects. So I flew in for the day and I see Stephen. And Stephen and I did some like film financing together a few years ago. But that it just kind of fizzled out for us. It just the numbers. It just wasn't there for us anymore. The business. Mm-hmm. He went and worked to LinkedIn. I went and got my NFL license. And we were speaking to each other. It's like we should do something together again. Like we got to find some business. And we both kind of like we like the idea of tech. I was like that's kind of cool. <laughs> and then we we're just kind of going for ideas. And then I think I said I think I got something. I pull out my phone, and it showed Stephen the video of Cassius, and he thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah. He quit his job a few months later, which gave me a heart attack. Imagine like <laughs> we haven't made any money, and it's like you quit your job. Uh, we then uh, Stephen was friends with, with Devin who Devin Townsend is the other co-founder and he was a tech guy the 01001s like, which me and Steve have no idea what to do what that was <laughs> and then it kind of grew on from there and just now we got 7,500 influencers celebrity your favorite person on the platform 7,500 and, and growing yeah. yeah that's amazing yeah so it's, it's been a real blessing because we see some amazing things we just I mean we've got guys that you know you know, we, from the talent point of view, like C.T. Fletcher I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I met C.T. Fletcher. He had a heart attack uh, two years ago and needed a heart transplant. And his revenue had gone down because he was no longer posting videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wanted to find a new revenue stream for his, for his family. Mm-hmm. And he came on a cameo, did really well. But through this, we developed this great relationship. Uh, what was unbelievable about C.T. Fletcher, he was a motivational speaker. And he would do them for two minutes, screaming and shouting. <laughs> And he used to be out of breath after each video. He used to be out of breath after each video. And uh, this guy needed a heart transplant. So he said to me, Christmas, I need to come off Cameo because I'm out of breath. And then he, this is going to be a bit boring. Let's leave no. this. No. Nah, you want to keep saying about this one? Yeah. You can't just start a story and not finish it. <laughs> I know. I just felt like it's a bit long-winded. That was all. Um, <laughs> And, we, we, I could listen to you all night. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> when you have an accent, you, you can just say whatever you want. Anyway, like he, the, the he, he, he came off the platform because he's out of breath after each one. And then in uh, January, he's like, he called me back up, Martin. I need to get back on because he needed the extra cash. Mm-hmm. And I just developed a great relationship with him. I had an idea what he was going through because my dad had a liver transplant. Okay, different. You can never truly know what someone's going through, but I did. And he's recently had a heart transplant and he's doing well. Wow. And he's one of my favorite people. He's inspired so many people on Cameo. And uh, one of my favorite stories is uh, my little brother was up in um, uh, in Vancouver doing a uh, a lecture on medicine. My little brother's a medical marvel, marvel. And he was in the bar and he met this English guy. And this English guy's like, what, do you, what does your brother do? Just chat. And he says, oh, my brother has an app. So what's the app called? It says called Cameo. And the guy's like, no way. I bought a Cameo. And because he's English, yeah. the English sense of humor is like, we kind of take the piss. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, like making fun. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. And the guy actually had bought a Cameo. This kid lived in Southampton, single parent background, and was going to give up acting. Like he was doing some acting on like the BBC, EastEnders, but nothing was really like, he wasn't making money. He wasn't supporting his mom and wanted to quit acting so that he could get a regular job and pay for, help his mom out. I think a lot of people have been through that situation. So anyway, he saw that C.T. Fletcher, one of his idols, like he was a father figure to him, even though he'd never 
he said, I'm going to buy a cameo from him. Oh. In the video, he says, listen, I want to give up acting. Anyway, C.T. Fletcher goes, now ain't the time to even contemplate and quitting, motherfucker. You didn't come this goddamn far to call it quits. It's the best. It's one of my favorite cameos of all time. So anyway, this kid listened to every day for a few months, and he landed the lead role in the new Sabrina Teenage Witch. I think it's called like, oh the Chilling Adventures. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so his I, name's I Chance totally Podomo. Yeah, that is so cute. And then I got him to do a cameo for C.T. Fletcher, oh. and he starts crying in it and says, "You changed my motherfucking life." That's the power of cameo, and that's the thing that t- that touches me so much. Is like one C.T. actually needed like his fans to come and help yeah. him out, and you know I hope he doesn't mind me saying it because he probably hate me saying like it was a charity case or anything like that. But the return, he was able to do something motivational and powerful for this kid. Yeah. Totally. And he was able to fulfill his dreams. Speaking I of motivational speakers and people, so one of the Good guys... segue. Right? Wow. Well done. Uh, thanks. Um, <laughs> Professional um, over here. So <laughs> we actually met... Um, his name's Ed Milet. He's going to be here in the next couple of months on Shenanigans. And he was at Super Bowl literally within, what, the first two minutes of meeting him. So Raul and I go to this pregame to meet up with Teddy Mellencamp and her husband, Edwin, who are friends of mine. And we meet this guy, Ed. And within the first two minutes, he just, like, felt like a bond with us. Thought we were dating. We were like, well, we're just going to go with it for this one. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to try and explain. And he was like, you know, if you guys want a ride back... um, I'll give you one. And I didn't know if he meant like back to our hotel later, like if he thought we lived in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And he's like, yeah, I have my plane here. So, you know, if you want to ride back to LA tomorrow, we're like, well, well, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Like, just the nicest guy. He's like one of the biggest motivational speakers. He has, the, I think, the number six podcast in the world. One of the absolute nicest humans I've ever met in my entire life. And people like that, It's just like, I mean, he didn't know us, like, for anything and just was so generous. Like, I just wanted to give him a shout out because now it's like just from mutual friends, we have this, like, new friendship with him. And he was amazing. And now I, like, want to check out, like, all of his, like, motivational speaking and stuff. And, like, him and Raul hit it off. And then the girls just kind of let the boys talk. And, like, we're, like, on the jet on the way back. Teddy and I are just getting shit-faced. <laughs> Literally. We had a breathalyzer on the plane. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> I brought a breathalyzer both weekends just for fun. So, um, Teddy and I won or lost. I think we won for sure. But we're just, like, in the back at, like, mimosa after mimosa. And, like, the boys are all talking business. But... It just ended up being such a fun, unexpected weekend where, you know, like, Raul and I had our own plans. He had plans of friends. I had plans of friends. And then we end up with Teddy and Edwin meeting Ed. And now it's just, like, this new friendship with this amazing human who I just wanted to give a shout-out to. So if you guys need some motivation check him out should we invite him on our next couple trips get a little ride back and forth oh boy. No, I, I do have to honestly have to thank uh sheena and even teddy in that regard because i i was mesmerized by him i mean he i love that field i love tony robbins i love uh tim ferris and and he is amongst you know the greats in that yeah. realm and, and to have him you know unfiltered un- unadulterated for five and a half hours is a blessing yeah I mean, people i think you know presidents pay for that experience, yeah. and then just to get that out of being in the right place right time says that you know that's, yeah. that's the beauty of saying yes to things and i also think like it's not that he was 
just randomly inviting people i think that the way you carry yourself if you have you know a good presence and good energy then you're totally. you're bound to attract yeah. the right people i mean know? he didn't invite anyone else it wasn't like he was just meeting people at the bar like hey you need a ride you need a ride i have room it was just like <laughs> within the first couple minutes of meeting us he just like sure. felt something and just like wanted us around him and i was like what can we do to thank him so like Raul and i are texting the other night and we're like we want to like do a thank you or something and so we got this like and he's so excited for it by the way oh, i sent him, him i sent him a picture oh, okay, of it okay. and i got a show you his response he was stoked but he was um i got his address and whatnot and i was like hey i said just keep an eye out i said um i couldn't attach a card with this gift but raul and i sent you something it'll be there on friday and he was just like i don't need you guys to do anything he's like just getting to know you was like a reward enough and i'm like what like you're so awesome like literally it was just like such a just unexpected meeting and encounter and now it's like He's going to have me on his podcast. I'm going to do his. He's having Barack freaking Obama on his podcast next week. Like, this guy is huge, and he (laughs) wants to be friends with me, like little me. It was just like, it was so crazy. But that's like the thing, too, about just like being in this industry is you never know who you're going to meet. Never judge books by the cover. Like, also with like going along with like cameo and stuff, like, this is why I do what I do because helping just one person it's like you never know i mean he speaks to millions of people he's a motivational speaker but it's like just doing that like we know how many people he's helped but just like one person like i'm like if i could even just be a fraction of what this guy is then i feel like i'm doing my job and it just makes me want to work even that much harder because i just i want to help people like more than anything that's why i do what i do is just having people be able to relate to like my story and i've always said if i help one person you know mission accomplished it's also a nice so. plane it's a really nice <laughs> plane nice plane i was like wait i don't need lala i got i got a private jet on my own in the five hours you guys spent flying with him was there one piece of advice or like motivational quote or something that he said that stuck with you well it's, he told me that i guess he found this version of himself in this space because he went to a Tony Robbins retreat called Date with Destiny. Wow. And Tony Robbins pulled him up and he said, you know, why are you here? He said, I have a fear of public speaking. So I think what he said to me was more often than not, our fears, our greatest fears tend to be our gifts. Hmm. And that's just how we navigate our lives. So he said that he had to overcome that to then now be, you know, the person he Mm -hmm. is. Okay. Once again, very successful in business, but at the same time using that for good. Um, I like that. Using fear. Yeah. But- no, I hate the fear element. I <laughs> no. I mean, I swear I live in fear personally. It's like that paranoia tick that keeps you like motivated to keep going forward and but driving that's yourself. It. it keeps you moving forward. Yeah, it ain't healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but without it, without that, I mean, it's a drive. I feel it too, that nervous and that, um, you know, I have to do something with my life because otherwise nobody else is going to do it for me right. sort of mentality. But I think it's just trying to find that balance. You know what I mean? Like, I want to find that balance where. You're not living in that. You're not using that fear to drive you. Uh, I tell you what, I would love is like to me. It's about the pursuit of happiness, like life. You know, if you can find that happy spot, like just be happy. That's yeah. it. That's all that matters. Totally. And like that's why I don't like the fear element because I understand it. I totally get it. Like that's what every morning, you know, <laughs> cameo is a platform that neighbors do personalized video messages for money. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get it, but like you know what I mean? Like that's finding that happiness. Sure, it's most important. Well, because we were, I mean, we then went into, you know, a situation where Edwin and Ed and I were talking about, you know, meditation or some people, do, is that necessary or is meditation enough? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, certainly for people that are struggling, meditation should be a start um, because you do quiet the mind a lot. I think totally. that there is, you know, a gap between what our thoughts are racing and saying to us and what's really happening and, and to be able to separate that distance, that is helpful. So Totally. 
even just setting your phone down for 15 minutes and oh, being in a quiet room is like that's like meditating to me. I don't even have to do anything other than just not yeah. have my phone in front of me sometimes just well, to have a moment she, of quiet. Sheena gave me grief because I was on the uh, I was one of the four lucky people on the Wi-Fi on the plane. Oh. Mind you, the least famous person there by far. <laughs> you stole Wi-Fi from <laughs> Sheena? And I stole Wi-Fi I, from her was, and Teddy. <laughs> it was so nice. I didn't need to be on my phone once. I had a blast with Teddy. And I will just say you're one of the few people I hang out with who I put my phone away for. So. Wow. Because wow. we're engaged. Wow. Right? <laughs> Shit. That's yeah. love. That's Where's love. That's Engaged? Six, is that right? I'm sorry. Um, I need to all right. My, so my sources. we got a lot of questions on Instagram that I want to kind of rapid fire through. First one that came in from D. Swold was, are you and Raul actually dating? You guys look so cute together. You guys ah, are so D. Cute. You know who D. Swold is? All right, honey. I know, yeah. Do you know who David is? No, wait. Oh, is that your friend? He works for Cameo. Oh, that's funny. But, <laughs> that's okay. amazing. Well, it, that wasn't the only one. There were several <laughs> others about you and I that came in. But... And they're all Cameo people. <laughs> Should I wait, answer this one? That's they're so not funny. dating. He's going to love the fact that he got Only for my financial benefit are they dating. <laughs> we should call him up and let him know he made it. He made the chart. He made it. He made the top 10 list. <laughs> David, uh, what's his, what's, Mia, let's make sure people follow him. Mia <laughs> underscore Lexia. Is she a cameo person? No. She says, Maybe. We don't is know. Raul your new boyfriend? I think you guys make a great couple. <laughs> Anyway. That's funny. What is she basing that on? <laughs> right? A, a couple fucking Snapchats. I mean, two like good on, looking people. That's it. On my Instagram. Story. I mean, we do look good together. We did take some cool little yes. boomerangs, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's see. Um, at C underscore three pie sent in a few questions. Are you opposed to sugar daddies? <laughs> Personally, yes. I make my own money. Thank you. Can a man and woman have a truly platonic, authentic friendship? No. Oh, we're yes. going to fight. We if know, you're not wait, attracted wait, to each here, other. It's here. It's here right now. Why not? I mean. Uh, wait, now, now it's platonic. First we were engaged. Now what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you know, can you two have a friendship? I feel like it's hard to meet someone of the opposite sex, especially if you're both single and just be friends. I have more girlfriends than I do guy friends for the most part. I could believe that with you. You're see, nice. And I, I actually, could see actually, I could see that. I mean, I've met you just recently and we're just friends. Oh, so I could see that. Yeah. And I mean, I have a ton of guy friends who I do not make out with but or hook up with or anything. Like recently, you have new guy friends. I guess you guys, but <laughs> Johnny's my new guy friend. That's true. Okay, true, true. Yeah. He's so hot though. <laughs> well, and that's why I was like, yo, I got like seven girls for you. He might come to Vegas. Oh no, I think he's gonna be in New York with he's, you. I took him to New York. I know. Yep. Well, we'll have to have a West Side night. Um, let's see. Someone wants me to do Mary Shag Kill, Shay Robert Eddie. Oh. Do I just marry the ex-husband again? Yeah. Kill the ex-boyfriend and shag the one who looks like Raul? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> be careful, you might end up on page six just again. Glad I didn't get killed. At Kari.Iraq wants to know, why do you copy all of your friends? First of all, okay, this is something that I just want to point out because you guys don't know this, but so there's Lala on the show who, you know, Randall's fiance, who sings, acts, makeup line, all that. I've done all that stuff on the show already. I'm not copying her in any sense because I'm getting back into doing things I was already doing. Stassi, who's also on my show, started a podcast a few years ago, and there's been so many people saying recently that I've copied her by doing this for the past year, and I'm like, there's literally 600 in 
130,000 podcasts in the world. I'm not copying one person. Also, you have a person. degree in broadcast journalism. In broadcast journalism. So. I literally went to school <laughs> to have my own type of show, whether it's radio or TV. So... I don't I copy both. my friends. If if I copy anyone, it's Kim Kardashian style. So also, you guys have totally <laughs> different podcast vibes. I mean, she does a, a lot more of like friends and stuff like that. Yeah. You interview a lot more people who are not on the show. Exactly. Um, let's see. Okay, for uh, Caitlin Pin wants to know for you, Martin. What are you doing marketing wise to get more celebs signed up? Well, traveling every weekend. Yeah, I swear I haven't been home for the last two weekends. Right? Well, last three weekends I haven't. Um, no, it's, it's, it's as you said earlier, it's kind of getting you guys to speak to your friends mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, I, this is actually working. I'm enjoying using it. And kind of that, that kind of that word of mouth of referrals there. Yeah. Time, Time Magazine, too. Tell that story. Time Magazine. Oh, yeah. We're 50 genius companies of 2018 alongside Amazon, Nike, Netflix. Dom- Domino's. So Airbnb. Awesome. Airbnb. What's that? What's the medicine one? 23 Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom was proud of that one. I bet. That's a yeah. good list to be on. Time is a good yeah. mother-approved list to be yeah, on. I'm ret- yeah, I retired off that one. So we lead with that. But honestly, like for us, the talent piece of it is is the most successful thing. Like for someone that's on it saying, hey, I've made an impact. I've made money. I've done all these things that I w- – it's enhanced my yeah. brand too, which some people don't necessarily see immediately. But once you've, once you've been on the other side of it and you see – people resharing these videos and the impact it has. I mean, that's, that's yeah. it. I don't know if I can say this. I won't say who, but I have a friend who's on Cameo who's made 50 grand in six months doing videos. Well, yeah, and I referred him. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. shout out so to me. Tina's making money. But yes. And he's you not, can and make he's, a killing. And he sometimes is inactive and active as well. Yeah. He's not always like on it, on it. Uh-huh. So you know who I'm talking about. I, forgot, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I forgot about the inactive thing. I only did that once, I think, when I was in Iceland because I didn't know if I was going to have Wi-Fi the whole time. I might do it again when we're in Australia. Although it's Australia. Yeah, There's we'll going to be Wi-Fi it. everywhere. It's also 2019. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. But also I was trying to, when I was in Iceland, I was trying to like disconnect a little bit from social media and just not be on my phone all the time and just to be present and enjoy the moments which I'm trying to have more of like when we go to Australia yes. in a few weeks no but oh no God, one does so that like excited. you're at the Super Bowl everybody's recording every play yeah. well I wasn't concert, because Raul it, story. broke my camera which I still haven't fixed so I actually wasn't even able to be on my phone at the Super Bowl I had like two so selfie you actually enjoyed videos it. So, we- so I enjoyed it I enjoyed Adam Levine taking his shirt off I ended up sitting next to some Yankee baseball players Erica who is my sister's boss Erica Costell does vlogs she's amazing she brought me to the game with her we had so much fun and i just i couldn't be on my phone because my camera didn't work amazing <laughs> yeah Did, was the half time show as bad in person as it was in real life see i thought or it was in, so much fun what i didn't realize was all these fireworks are like going off outside Out, of this yeah but we couldn't see any of that from inside i also was i don't know six drinks in at that point <laughs> but it was so much fun. So here's a fun story. <laughs> she didn't try to sneak me into the Super Bowl. I did. No way. Which, uh, How'd that work out? Not well. Not, not it almost, well. It almost got her not into the Super Bowl. I had to talk my way in because one of the, Erica was already mm-hmm. in, so one of the tickets scanned. One of them didn't. And I was like, well, just so The hope was that one of the security guards would be like, I know who you are. You're famous. <laughs> using air quotes here. Um, 
you're not going to try try to lie here. Like, clearly something yeah. went wrong in the system. We're just going to let you in. Yeah, but no, no. They're like, oh, not you need case. to go over here. We don't accept screenshots, this and that. And I was like, shit, this is not going to work. So then finally <laughs> I was like, you know what? She has three tickets. I think I was like, she's already, like, in there. Like, she's not getting me the other tickets. I can't log into her account. I was like, one of them worked. One of them didn't. Can I just have her send the third once I get into her so he can get in? And they were like, fine, just go. I was like, <laughs> Famous person. You go. You yeah. stay. Yes. Non-famous, you stay behind. That's happened to me many times. Sorry, honey. See you later. But um, thank you for letting me borrow your jacket, by the way. I'm probably going to take the one you have off you tonight. Anyway, um, thanks for being here, guys. That's this it? Fun. This was easy. Yeah, I told you it was easy. They're like so nervous like I all day. I was terrified. I've been nervous. Well, I even text you so I'm nervous. I know. Like yesterday, then today, then Raul's calling me. I'm filming the Vanderpump Rules after show earlier. My phone, he's calling me. He's like, we're nervous. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. I guarantee you, I will call you five times saying, did I say anything stupid? Did I say anything stupid? Did I say anything stupid? Well, I will you listen are. back to this tonight. <laughs> Don't worry. But see, this was fun. And it was fun. You Thank know you what? for having us. We can do this again. We can have like a fun like topics conversation. Bring a relationship totally. expert and you. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring his wife on next time yeah. and, and hear the other side of the story. Ooh. And we're seven days out from Valentine's Day, at least right now. So people want cameos for Valentine's oh, wow. Day. Oh, wow. We have a go, lot of the Bachelor Janet. people. We have Chris Harrison doing cameos I for us. I love that. I saw some of his. So his are great. We have some some heartthrobs on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Win a date with John Tucker. What's uh, what about, Also, we've got the Jesse. Twilight guys. Jesse, like, Jesse, did you ever yeah. watch Twilight? Yeah. Like, we've got a lot of the cast <laughs> from Twilight on it. I think they're pretty cool. That's a Valentine's one. Yeah. You want a vampire or werewolf? Team vampire. Martin's been watching always. more of the Teletubbies these days. He's, uh, oh my God. he's got still five, year, five year old girls. So we gotta the, get the Teletubbies. They don't watch so the Teletubbies. Wait, 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 you know all the songs. Yeah, I do. I do know the songs. I do you know need the to songs. get them on cameo. Oh, yeah, they should be good cameos. <laughs> all right, Shade, well, thank you for having us. Thanks Janet, for being here. Welcome. Yeah. Hopefully to the cameo famio soon. Yes, yeah. and um, we'll be back next week with Nima from Shaws of Sunset. We got Valentine's Day coming up. My single "Better Without You" will be out in a week. I'm so excited to release that for you guys. And then um, I think we're gonna start taking shenanigans on the road. We're gonna do Vegas. We're gonna do Australia. Woo-hoo. So um, stay tuned. A lot more fun to come. 2019's been a great year so far. And and yeah, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me